What's up, guys, and welcome to the Staying Driven Podcast. This is a podcast with you in mind. I'm so excited to be your host. My name is Steph Roach, and I'm here with my lovely husband, the original power tool himself, Ty Roach. What's up? I'm so excited about this. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, We're going to have some really good conversations. Oh my God, I'm super nervous. Why am I so nervous? I know, this is so fun. Um, I think for a long time I've wanted to host a podcast, but I wasn't necessarily sure um, what direction that would go in. And it's been a really interesting two years because I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm actually truly accepting the fact that you can live in an interabled world. And what I mean by that is I live with a physical disability every day and I interact with people with disabilities every day. And guess what? It's not so scary. And quite honestly, I'm very open about this in, um, in the book, but I was really scared to be um, associated with a lot of people with disabilities very for a long time in my life. And for the last two years, uh, I really started to be able to open my mind a little bit because the doors have opened. And you are a big you know, reason for that because everything that happened uh, in 2020, everybody was affected by you know, COVID and all of that. We closed down our gym. The original idea of our gym was to be able to have able-bodied athletes and um, adaptive athletes working out together. But when you said, why don't we just open it up to everybody? Once we had to shut down the gym and start this virtual experience of staying driven every day, it really opened virtual doors, believe it or not, to so many people that never, I would have never truly felt as comfortable interacting with, which I think is really cool. So I think this podcast is going to be just one big conversation about accepting yourself and being able to hear different perspectives and see life from different perspectives. So I think that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. Why do you think it's so important to you? Well, it's the same points, but from an able-bodied perspective, I'm yeah, growing up, I had friends who their parents or loved ones use some form of accessibility device. But, you know, as I, I started my career in the fire department, it, it, you really realize how quickly, you know, one change in life can result in you being the one using an accessibility device. Yeah. And it highlighted those things. Um, you know, we had a, a really nice guy that lived in the city and he used to take his power chair and go to Publix like five miles away because it was the most accessible one for him. And it was a common thing. You'd have to go like fish him out of the, the ditch, like he would yeah. like, off the side of the sidewalk. Um, but you know, that's just a normal course of life that, as an able-bodied person, you take for granted. You know, you hop in the car and take a drive and get whatever you need and turn around and go home. Um, I think this podcast, though, is something where it could allow us to expand on the the awkward moments, the things like you know, as as an able-bodied person, you want to help. You know, we're always taught just as, as a human, <laughs> we want to help. Right. And we're taught sometimes, you know, that offering help, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes people take it too far and just jump in and don't ask. Um, We've been there. <laughs> but, but oftentimes a lot of people think that they're doing the right thing. They, they don't, they don't know. Yeah. So this gives you the opportunity. I think it gives us the opportunity to kind of expand on that 
and you know not being afraid to ask the questions not being afraid to self-advocate and, and more importantly you know understanding that the world is out there and you should most certainly go at it enjoy it and i think we jumped kind of right into um talking about uh, staying driven but for those uh, listeners that don't know what staying driven is from your perspective as an able-bodied person how would you describe staying driven so uh while staying driven started out as kind of a an extension of the gym like you said in 2020 um what we found was basically the, the first week it happened it was almost exclusively chair users yeah like, i mean it was really it was i cool. would i would say it was like 95 percent adaptive athletes and people now. From, <laughs> globally yeah I mean, people from all over the world joined it um what i think staying driven does though more than uh, offering fitness classes is it offers a community uh we often we often talk about you know the functional fitness community and how it has changed over time mm -hmm. and there's there's no way to to you know dance around it it, it has um, when it comes to that extension of, of community with staying driven it's there and it really makes a huge difference I mean everything from I remember there was a member who hadn't gone through the whole driving process before yeah and that's something where she had the access to be able to, to chat with everyone and, and get the insights from people who have lived it um, it's really cool that you know there are members who are newly injured there are members who have you know haven't uh, known a life any different like yourself yeah and being able to make those connections for people is super important you know I find what's so interesting about the whole concept too is there are people on our staff now that never once knew that they could be a coach and we have been talking about this concept of who told you that for quite a long time now of like you know, we'll hear somebody say, oh, well, I can't do X, Y, and Z. And you and I will both look at each other and be like, who told them that? Like, where did that come from? Right. And so I think staying driven and not just, you know, taking credit on, on my end, but I think staying driven as a whole, the community aspect of being like, this is who we are. And yes, we might do fitness for 30 to 45 minutes. And then afterwards, we all kind of bounce ideas off of each oh, other. A 15 and 15-minute conversation that happened at either <laughs> end of the class, absolutely. I remember when we first started classes, you would be like, isn't it like lunchtime? <laughs> and we, we would have a conversation for like, you know, a half hour after class had already ended. And um, But it's been really uh, fascinating to see how you take an, an idea of having a brick and mortar business and really turning it virtual and how that's opened so many doors for people in the adaptive community. You know, I've never been around so many quads, paras, people that are hearing impaired, people that are visually impaired. You know, I've been around some of it most of my life just because that's the nature of being in this community, but like, never on a daily basis and now i i couldn't picture really life any other way um i think this podcast as it goes forward uh, i i know that you're not going to be in every episode but i think as it goes forward <laughs> he's so sad about it um you know we're going to be able to share a different perspective of life as a whole and i think when people look at us as a pair they automatically just think relationship but i think there's so much more to this conversation whether it's you know talking about your perspective when you know somebody does put their hands on me without thinking about it i remember when we went to an airport 
and some guy just thought he was helping and he literally grabbed me like my chair and just started pushing me and your first reaction was whoa don't do that because that's you know equivalent to literally just grabbing somebody without their consent you know and i thought you know he he thought he was trying to help yeah but that's, it's an education problem right and, and quite honestly i think it's an education problem not just a one-sided conversation on that i think it's both you know a lot of the times um and, and from just being around it a, a lot of people are not inclined to self-advocate and, and or articulate the fact like hey i, I appreciate it but like no like that's yeah. not okay and more importantly like letting people know like, why it's not okay and if your hands are in a bad spot and you get pinched up on a chair or whatever you know you're holding that and for a lot of people you know a, a simple cut or injury could mean a really bad time yeah so i mean it's something that i think everyone kind of takes for granted and where people want to help i mean i think we're all kind of inclined to want to help but then there's also the conversation of, you know if, if there, there's helping and then there's like forcing your agenda on someone yeah and, and you're wanting to help doesn't negate the fact that someone doesn't want to help so sometimes you know the best conversation starter is hello you know? right why not start there or you know people always say well what what do you say to her what, what do you do you call her by her name you know Hi, and, what's your name? right and like stretch, how can i help you so i think having this podcast having this platform yes this is day one um, and we're kind of just jumping right into it, but I'm really excited to see how it grows because just like staying driven, we had no idea what it was going to turn into. And, you know, now it's pretty incredible that we not only get to work with individual members, but we also get to work with really big groups that we probably never would have worked with on, you know, in, in what we call, you know, like the normal before COVID life. But I think that at the end of the day, it just kind of gives you a different perspective. And the fact that you don't necessarily need to be the fittest, the fastest, the strongest. You just need to be willing to want to work hard. And I think one of the best examples of that has to be, you know, working with athletes that are even laying in bed. And then all of a sudden, three months later, we see them sitting up in a chair doing fitness. Like, that's incredible. But I don't think people um, even know, and I don't think we give you enough credit to say that like you were really the brains behind it. And I, I find that to be so incredible because yes, I do a lot of the day-to-day -day work, but you made me think outside my box. And I think that's important. I, I disagree with that. Yeah. I, I do. I, I disagree. I, I'm not the brains behind anything. Um, look, I read a lot and I regurgitate a lot, and that's just my personality. Like I, I enjoy learning. Yeah. Um, when COVID happened and everything else happened, it's quite simply, you know, you, at that point you have to change lanes. You got to figure out what you got, what you're going to do. The reality was the big picture for us was the more we talked about it, who were the at-risk populations? Who were the people who were most concerned with you know what was going on? And it was something where our conversations spawned that. It was our collective mindset, our, our collective drive that put it together. It don't, there, this is not a, a, a Tyler's concept no, or no. anything like that. It's so far from it. No, I think, and, and, but I think too, it's important. Obviously, I know you don't love to take uh, compliments or take credit, but at the same time, you need to understand that you were the person that motivated me to be like, I can think outside of the box. 
because I'm, you know me of all people, I'm very, when I'm laser focused on something, <laughs> like that's it. And there's nothing else that can like either, you know, stop me from doing it or if, if it ends up being a bad decision, I gotta learn the hard way, right? Look, and I mean, so- like This whole podcast situation is, is a great example of this too, though, Steph. Like, you know, the, the, the reality of life these days is that things have changed. Right. And when it comes to the, the fact that you have had access to so many different resources throughout your life, while a lot of those things to you just kind of seem normal for a lot of people, it wasn't. And I mean, just even since we've met, you know, I've been very fortunate to have experiences on a lot of those avenues and learn more about those, those things that I've never heard of. <laughs> I mean, even working in the medical system, things that you never knew right. existed. So, you know, I think that there's a, a, a point here where we're able to bring those resources to the surface. We're, we're able to open people's eyes to there's more than just when someone hands you a stack of paperwork and says, hey, your life has changed. Right. Or for that matter, growing up with, you know, whatever, you know, type of different ability you may have, someone just saying, no, you know, just go to the sideline and we'll call you when we're ready. It's not life. You know, you can change those things. Yeah. So I, I really, it, it was never a point of, I don't think that there was ever a concept um, around the, the position of, you know, doing things a different way. I think it was more just out of a point of necessity. The, the, the business, things changed, but more importantly, we were more concerned about the people and having that empathy for the people who were, you know, all of a sudden life was changed. You were, you know, what were you going to do? You know, it's easy for, you know, an able-bodied person to go outside and go for a run or whatnot, or, you know, whatever it may be. And some of our members could do that. A lot of people that we knew, a lot of our friends, friend group, they, they couldn't. So, I mean, no one knew what was happening. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, one of the greatest things that have come out of it is the fact that we do have bigger conversations. Like we, when we met a gentleman the other day and he had just come out of, you know, his rehab from his accident and, you know, he, he didn't know all the ins and outs of just literally life and making sure that your tires were pumped up so that you were safely moving around in your chair. And, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a failure of the, the medical system. It's just the lack of knowledge in life. Well, we talked right? about that, though, too. Remember, I mean, from the, the majority of the population, I think it's a fair assessment to say that they've probably never interacted with someone who ever had adaptive needs. Right. And, I mean, for someone who, like, say, for a chair user, for instance, a, a lot of people, unless you're an avid cyclist, you're not going to realize that, you know, one, you, those tires are going to hold 120 pounds, 150 pounds. <laughs> right. And two, you're not going to really notice the difference. You know, people changing bearings. Like, I mean, I, I find that so hilarious. Like, people yeah. never do it and they're just annihilated. You literally take a wheel apart and the bearing, you know, ejects it, it, its contents all over the place. And then when you change it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is exactly. like wearing a new pair of shoes. Exactly. Well, I think too, um, you know, going, looking further down the road, uh, Ty and I have talked about, we're going to do that as one of our podcasts and really talking people through how to do chair maintenance and make sure that even if you aren't the chair user, you might be able to help somebody just like changing a tire. You know, I don't necessarily know how to change a tire, but I know you do. But at the and, same time, the knowledge to be able to walk someone through. Right. It's, it's kind of like the concept I think of like CPR. I may never physically be fast it's enough to perform CPR on a person, but I am CPR certified and I do know how to talk somebody through CPR. So technically I could help save your life. <laughs> so um, 
Before we go, I think one of the, the last questions that I have for you is what do you hope people most get out of this podcast? I would hope that people just take away uh, a new interest in themselves. Um, regardless of your ability, regardless of you know, where you're coming from, uh, everyone has attributes and things that, that can contribute. And taking a new interest in yourself and taking yourself seriously may mean the difference between, you know, not just your day, but someone else's. So, you know, sometimes um, I mean, our, our interaction is just our history is you know, one of us wouldn't have taken like, the first steps and, and, you know, taken the swing on it. I mean, <laughs> the no, swipe right? No, but it's true, yeah. It's yeah. Like, we wouldn't have taken the swipe right. I mean, there's a lot of things that wouldn't have happened for ourselves and for others. And, and I think that's super important. Yeah. And I'm really, really excited about it. I'm excited you were here for the first episode. I think it's going to be a fun journey. It's not going to be perfect. There might be some mistakes, but uh, I know that we're going to have some incredible guests come join us. So thank you for joining me today for the first episode. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye.